Hello everyone, welcome, welcome back to the Money and Mindset Podcast. I am Alice Werrett and you guys, why are you still sleeping on crypto and NFTs? That is the question and that is what we're going to be talking about today. So first of all, I just want to give a massive shout out and thank you to everyone who is tuning in, everyone listening. I really, really appreciate appreciate you guys. Um, I <laughs> Okay, so this kind of makes me laugh. I was kind of so surprised by um, people listening in and people from all over the world. <clears throat> you know, I never expected it. I just love to talk, <laughs> clearly. Um, I love to share my knowledge with people. I love to just try and make a difference. Um, and it was insane, you know. I mean, girl, you know who you are. This amazing girl from Singapore messaged me. And, you know, I just reached out and, and she I seen she'd follow. I think she followed me. And I just reached out and said, thank you for the love of my page. She'd seen one of my reels. Um, and I was like, yeah, where are you from? And she was like, I'm from Singapore. And then she just said, like, girl, like, I love your podcast. It's changed my life. I've made so many notes on it. Me and my friends listened to it and I was like, wow, like this is insane. And if I hadn't reached out, I may not have even known. Um, so I really appreciate you guys for all the love. Um, I just love doing it. So I'm going to keep doing it. So today <clears throat> we're going to be talking more about uh, the financial markets and why you guys need to stop sleeping on this. So <clears throat> let me just start off with telling you a story about me. So yes, I'm in the financial markets, but guess what? I failed maths at school and I failed multiple times. <laughs> um, I even had a tutor uh, and I could actually do all the work with them. But when it came to exams, I'd just fail. I just couldn't do exams. They gave me so much anxiety. And, you know, this is for people who think they have to be good at maths in order to um, be in the financial markets wrong you don't need to be good at maths because I was shit and I am still shit at maths <laughs> um you know I could never work well with numbers and like I said you know I'm still not the best and you know I remember when I was a kid um I was at the shop with my mum and she paid cash for whatever she was purchasing and her and the cashier they turned to me and asked what the change would be as like a fun little quiz I guess you know to test my maths and it was you know most likely a very simple mathematical equation. I wasn't um, old at all. Um, but this is how bad I was, okay? Like, numbers gave me so much anxiety that my brain just shut down and I would just go into, like, a brain fog. Like, I was trapped in a maze and couldn't move forward. Like, that was every single time someone threw a mathematical equation at me. Like, even now, if you ask me, I'm like, uh... Like, I just... I'm not the best. And it's funny because one of my cousins, um, you know, you'd think blood, you know, you're kind of similar. Nope. <laughs> like one of my cousins is like, she was called the division queen, right? In year four. I remember this. I have a very, very weird memory. I remember very weird things. Like, not, not weird, but like random things uh, as a kid. And she was called the division queen. She was just sick at math, sick at numbers. She still is now. Um, and, you know, it's just so easy to compare. And <clears throat> if I had stuck and attached with that um identification then I may not have joined and I may not be in the position I am now 
so you know like I say like even today I struggle and it's just so weird that my brain just cannot process numbers but yet here I am trading investing in the financial markets you know one of the myths with the financial markets is that it's all numbers and you have to be good at it and you know you have to even considering to get involved with the financial markets like you have to be good at maths I'm here to tell you that that is fuck all they are chatting shite, okay? <laughs> Don't listen. If they're in the financial markets and doing well in it, right, they would not tell you that. Only take advice from someone you would trade places with, okay? So, you know, the few people I told about joining the platform that I'm with now, um, basically we learn the financial markets, we make money in the financial markets, we learn about financial independence, financial um, literacy, things like that. And, um, <clears throat> you know, they turned around and asked me if I was any good at maths, in which I said no. And they told me not to do it. Imagine letting people and yourself block so many blessings without even trying. Without even trying, I could have just shut that down and been like, yeah, 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 no, I'm not good at math, so <clears throat> I'm not even going to get involved in it. Imagine if I'd said that. Like, you know when, like, you watch a child try and attempt something and you know they're not going to be able to accomplish it, bless them, but do they turn around and say, I'm not going to attempt that because I can't do it? No, they keep trying and trying and trying. Like I remember I babysat my nephew um, a few for a few days when he was around seven months, I'm going to guess. I cannot remember. Um, he wasn't able to walk yet. And, you know, but the little unit had determination. I'll give him that. Bless his soul. Um, before he could even crawl. Right. This is when I was babysitting him. He couldn't even crawl belly. He was always a shuffler on his bum like I used to be. But he was so determined to try and stand up that he would literally roll on all fours. He'd cock his head to the side and, like, try and get on his feet. And I'd be like, mate, what are you doing? You can't even crawl. Why are you trying to stand? Like, <laughs> the amount of anxiety I had that weekend was just insane. But you know what? The little man just wouldn't give up. God loves a trier. <laughs> but, you know, this is what gets in the way. It's, it's ourselves and our mind. People think way too much. They are way too identified with the mind. And that ultimately, you know, it can ruin your life, basically. It runs you. You don't run it. And it shouldn't be like that. You are quite literally a slave to the mind. And the vast majority of people in society are, and they don't even realise. You're meant to be the master of your mind, not the slave to your mind. And when you realise that thoughts aren't always facts... And that your true nature is your soul or your spirit, your higher self. And the game changes because you start to lose those limiting beliefs from, you know, what Billy Big Bollocks of an ego, little critic in the back of your mind says. I saw the opportunity of this platform and I was so excited to try something new. I was needing something new in my life, even if it didn't turn out, you know, to be something forever. I just wanted to try something new. I was just so overdoing what I've done before. You know, but of course my mind had me sceptic, very normal. You know, my mind had me pulling back. My mind told me I couldn't do this. And where does that come from? That's come from the past of being told I wasn't good at maths, being told I'd failed my exams. But what was my intuition saying? That's the important bit. My intuition was pushing me towards doing this. And sometimes we don't know why we're drawn to certain things and that's okay. 
but like embrace the unknown because that's where the beauty lies. You don't have to have control over everything. We always believe that we have and that's living in resistance. So when you live in resistance, you are blocking so many blessings. You know, and I see a lot of people um, withdraw because they're too identified with the mind. You know, they tell themselves that they're looking for a sign to go ahead with it and, and do it. And it's like, let me tell you something. Sometimes you're not always looking for a sign. Sometimes the universe purposefully doesn't send you signs. You're looking for the courage to follow your intuition. Everyone has intuition. And some are just more in tune than others, but everyone has that ability. It basically just depends on how identified you are with the mind, how much you listen to the mind. And the mind is just disturbance in consciousness. When you quiet the mind, that's when the soul speaks. You know, you ever hear the phrase go with your gut, or I just have this hunch, or I just have this feeling. Usually that's your intuition speaking to you. Your spirit is literally communicating with you and telling you to go ahead and do something or not do something. And, you know, when you unlock this, you become a very powerful being. And what's actually important is to know the difference between intuition and fear. Because if you believe fear is your intuition, then that's the problem. So it's practice. You know, intuition is never wrong. And, you know, that, you know, doesn't exist with intuition. Intuition just, there's no such thing as intuition being wrong. It's higher intelligence. So when I'm faced with, like, choices to make or problems to solve or, you know, I just stop thinking, literally. I'll go for a walk in, um, a mindful walk in nature or I'll meditate or sometimes, you know, I can even just sit and feel into my intuition very quickly, you know, and the answer will come to me. You are a very powerful being when you know how to actually use your body. And I've actually got a story about that as an example. So for an example with how to like tune into your intuition to find answers. So I uh, adopted my late godmother's cat uh, just over a year ago now. And when he came, he's had a life of disruption. He has, you know, been very unstable. And when he first moved here, he was really, really distressed. The poor thing was absolutely terrified. Um, And after the, he arrived kind of like 3 p.m. And he hid the rest of the afternoon, rest of the night. And then on that morning, he went missing for 48 hours. And it was weird because me and my housemate, like we hadn't left the flat because we were staying with him to like, you know, break him in. We hadn't opened the windows because it was cold, because it was winter. Um, so it, it just made zero sense how <laughs> my boy went missing in the flat. So we literally shut room to room. We tipped up the full thing. I'm talking stripping the flat apart. We could not find him. And he's a big cat. So I was just like literally going insane. And I thought, you know what? I really need to just listen into my intuition right now because I'm thinking way too much. So what did I do? I had a nap. And then I went over to do some washing up by the kitchen. And I'm practicing my mindfulness. I'm keeping my mind still and quiet. And all of a sudden, my eyes move towards the vent beneath the freezer. And I looked at it and my intuition told me he was there. And so I got my housemate and I said, Ellie, he's in the vent. And she was like, 
no, he's not. She's like, what are you on about? No, he's not in the event. How would you have got there? And I'm like, I don't know, but I know he's in the event. So we basically, um, I had to snap off the vent, which was, <laughs> which was not fun. I had to fully rip off this vent. Um, so there was a gaping hole in the kitchen. And I looked in and little behold, lo and behold, whatever the phrase is, this little white nose came to the gap. And there he was. He was under the freezer in the vent. This is the power of intuition. And like I said, everyone has intuition. This isn't just me. This isn't just my power. This is everyone's power. So going back to the financial markets, you know, what's interesting is that there are still only 10% of the global population owning cryptocurrency in some form. Now, that has actually massively grown since 2022. Because in 2021, I think we were looking at between kind of like 4 and 6%. So I can, you know, confidently say that the vast vast majority if not all of the one percent earn a hell of a lot of crypto and i know it's easy to say oh well they have the money for it so no get out of victim mentality the wealthy have very good financial literacy okay whether it's them or whether it's with their business partners or their financial advisors either way you know they have very big holdings 88% of the wealthy are self-made also, by the way. So let's just say, oh, well, they're born into money. They have money to waste. No, 88% of the world, um, the wealthy, they're like millionaires across the world are self-made. You know, and they would not have extremely large holdings of crypto if they didn't believe it was the shit. Warren Buffett, a huge American businessman, now earns $1 billion worth of crypto. You think he'd chuck that much into it if he thought it was too risky or a scam? No. One billion dollars. Behave. Come on. Yes, of course, there is an element of risk. Especially if you, you know, if you don't know what you're doing. You know, risks, but also risks are where the money are. That's where the freedom is. But if it was so so incredibly risky, then he would not have purchased that much of cryptocurrency period they know what they're doing with money they're not going to risk that one of the reasons why crypto isn't educated to the 99 percent is because it's giving people financial independence and freedom people are stopping relying on the banks as much because of crypto you know and they don't want that because banks basically run the world they make money off your money by not knowing what you're doing with your money and you don't believe me? Look at Martin Lewis, right? You know, the money man from ITV. I actually don't watch normal TV. I haven't in a long time. But I will watch him on repeat any day. He's very well respected and a very educated man in the financial industry. And he, even he said on live national TV, the banks don't want you to know how to properly trade and invest your money, especially with cryptocurrency. And he urged everyone to get involved. And this was like... Maybe about a year and a half ago, I think now. You know, you think he'd run the risk of ruining his huge reputation if he didn't believe in crypto? Absolutely not. You know, I speak to a lot of people on a daily basis and I see so many so many times, you know, people holding crypto but don't know what to do with it or, you know, um, or when to do things with it or, you know, they just, they have it and then they don't see profits. You know, there I have a multiple different conversations. 
<clears throat> and this is generally because they're just not educated on how to actually monetize cryptocurrency. And that's not their fault. But this is why we're here. This is why I'm here. This is why you're here listening to this podcast episode. We work alongside absolutely insane traders and investors in the cryptocurrency space. Like Dave Bush is one. He's been in the game for a long friggin' time. And, you know, Anthony Napolitano, another one, 28 years old, been in the game for 10 years. And he has a multi-seven-figure crypto portfolio. Like, these guys know their shit. You know, not to mention Jay Pell, our NFT expert. You know, he was also a very early Bitcoin investor as well. So he knows his shit. Like, get around people who have what you want, who inspire you, because that's exactly how you'll elevate and make changes in your life. Because if nothing changes, guess what? Nothing changes. We work basically one-on-one with these guys. So, you know, we have like live um, team sessions um, with them individually. And we have, these are kind of like once a week, sometimes multiple times a week. It kind of just depends what area of the financial markets we're uh, focusing on. And it's all recorded. So like people think, oh, I need loads of time to do this or I need to work part time or like, no, like I, I, I have people who are like full time mums that still do this. And like, it's so cool because we can literally ask questions to them as well while we're on these sessions. Like, when can you ever ask one on one questions with, you know, experts like this and get instant replies? And these guys are actually credible, by the way, like you go on YouTube, you don't really know who you're learning from. Like, I learned so friggin' quick because of this platform from knowing absolutely nothing, you know? And I'm still learning. Like, one year down the line, absolutely, I'm still learning. Um, I'm always going to be a student. I, you know, I don't believe in, you've learned something and that's it. Yep, cool. Life's boring, right? We're bored. Should we go have a kid? Should we, I don't know, you know, go and, like, do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm always going to be learning. I love learning. I love personal development. I'm obsessed with it and you know, we're not a tree. We're not just going to stand there and do fuck all. Um, so this is what I love about the community as well. We're learning, we're making money, we're personal developing, we're hyping each other up. And, you know, this gave me a beautiful, fulfilling life. And guess what? Doing all these things will literally 10 times your income as well. Or it could be more. It's a win-win scenario right here. Like, I can't even express it enough. You know, and I remember uh, seeing not long after I joined, one of our experts putting on his Instagram stories. I think I must have been in for like a couple of weeks. Um, and he put a screenshot of his portfolio. Um, I can't remember the exact amount, but it was something daft. Like, I don't know, like, like 250k or something, right? And like seven months later or whatever, it was at 1.2 million the fact that he told the community about this coin with what with just one of the alerts is insane i've seen returns of up to 6000% you're not you're not likely going to get these numbers on your own especially at the start make money whilst you're learning this is how you work smart and of course you know like past profits can't guarantee future gains you know risks are included but if we're going off past performance, it's looking very, very good. <laughs> very good, very nice. <laughs> very good. Oh, my God. Is anyone... I really hope... No, I've just... <laughs> 
now that I've got a wheezy laugh, now I've just sung that, I really hope you guys know what I'm talking about. Otherwise, I sound like an absolute freak on here right now. Oh my God, that, that very good, very nice guy from TikTok. What a guy. Oh my God, I've actually got him on my playlist. I'm going to play it. The, I, I knew it would be on Spotify. Like I remember typing it on Spotify and finding it and I was like, yes. I'm going to find it. Very good. Very nice. <laughs> the chicken nugget, man. I'm dead. I beg. Right, here we go. This is a tune and a half. I'm just vibing. Oh my god, I can't believe I've just done that in my podcast episode. <laughs> I've got to find my playlist now that I was playing before. A sexy banana. Sexy banana. That guy is a legend. Right. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. <clears throat> oh, that's such a catchy tune. I'm going to play that afterwards as well. God, some... These DJs are sick, I swear. Okay. So, what a legend. What a legend. Okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> we are seeing people make millions with NFTs as well. Okay. So, yes, we are the financial markets, but we've also... Um, we're working with NFTs. You know, NFTs is the new 2009 Bitcoin, right? NFTs is very, very early right now. And this is the time to get educated. Even if you don't like invest in any yet, just educate yourself on it. You know, if you had invested $100 into Bitcoin 10 years ago, <laughs> well, what a holding you would have today. <laughs> like the power is insane. You would be like a multimillionaire from doing nothing. This is the power. Stop only trading your time for money. Like this will not set up your future. This will not get you financial freedom. And we're in a digital world now. Like I've heard that in the future, in the near future, kids are gonna have NFTs as their like ID cards, like their IDs. And I fully see that happening without a doubt. Like how insane would that be? I fully see it. There's kids now that are making six figures on YouTube or TikToking like, we're in a digital age. Like there was over four million Americans that started up new online businesses in 2021. And there were over 80 new businesses starting up every hour in the UK in the first half of 2021. Like look around you. The high street is shutting down shop by shop. Nine to fives are taught to be the safe option. But what's safe is multiple sources of income. What's safe is being online because that's where the world is going. That's where the world is now. And learning actually how to trade and invest your money across the financial markets is literally setting up your future. I see too many people getting ready to retire and they're worrying about the pension or they're saying that they can't even afford to retire yet. Like this breaks my heart. And so for me, instead of solely relying on this pension, I'm gonna have overflowing assets in multiple forms. So I don't have to have this worry. <clears throat> like affirm with me if <laughs> now if you are going to have overflowing assets for when you are old as fuck affirm it now please because like i i can't just rely on a pension when i'm older no sir 
no ma'am, not happening. And, you know, it's not only about learning the skill sets, you know, it's being able to make money along the way. You know, we have so many alert channels that we actually use to make money along the way. And, you know, it's day trading to long-term investments, like it's the personal development, it's the freedom, it's the community. It's, you know, I'm seeing people's lives change drastically, including my own. It's the guidance and the support of the team, <clears throat> you know, like this, this, the society is lacking in this so much in this day and age, like hugely. You know, it's the manifestation talks and, you know, hyping each other up and just like being excited and saying hi, like happy Monday, like let's get this money. Like you don't get that when you go into a nine to five. Everyone's like, uh, hi, uh. do you know what I mean? Like miserable Mandy in the corner there, like, ugh. I can't be around that energy anymore. <clears throat> you know, and I've not seen this anywhere else. Like, you know, I'm not going anywhere from this. This isn't going anywhere. You know, and I see people waiting for me to fail. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I see you watching me. You know, I hope you like the show, bitches. But, you know, have I made mistakes? Yes. Was I shit at the start? Yes. Am I in that same place now? No. Are they in the same place now? Most likely, yes. I've grown, I've learned, I've made mistakes, you know. And it's insane how much people grow and change when they are part of this community. And just trust the process. So if you want to know more, if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, then reach out to me on Instagram. I am alice.werrit, that's A-L-I-C-E dot W-H-E-R-R-E-T-T. Please be aware of the fake accounts. There are many of them. It's very annoying. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, I only have one. And the easiest way you're going to be able to see which one is mine is by exactly spelling it correctly. <laughs> Spell it like that. There's, I've actually written it in my podcast episode bio as well. So please refer to that. Um, have a blessed, blessed day. I will see you on the next episode. I hope you got a lot of value from this. Have a good day. Bless. Where did you go?